Hey, so before we get into this interview with Haylight and the winners of the giveaway, we'd like to shout out a few members of our crew, specifically Kern, who has created our Think Cat podcast, DJ Nader, who's perfected all the audio for our various podcasts, Fundy, Fridays are what get me through my week, honestly, Mead, who's in control of the free parking pub, Fairly, he runs FPP Chopping Block, which is great barbecue content. Make sure you guys give both of those a follow. You can find those through our Instagram. And Deaver and Bush, who have really kept the wheels rolling and have helped all the guys through the year of 2020. I'm really proud of all the guys and our growth that we've seen considering everything that's happened this year. So I would now like to reveal the winners of our giveaway. Big thank you to everyone that participated and everyone that helped spread the word about our giveaway. I am happy to announce that the winners are everyone that entered the giveaway. So we have Fleas, Danielle Packer, 4B Murph, Justin Scron, Nick Darcy, Jack Subbers, Tyler Hobbs, CJ Hersey, CJ Perillo, Chick15, Austin Ganella, Matt Gudzak, Garrett Reedy, Rose 5 Bo Whitecoff, Austin Matthew, Meek Morales, The Weatherman, Riley Sivalingham, James Manos, Troy Fitzsimmons, Dante Pagano, Ryan Tiefenbacher. I'm sorry if I mispronounce your name, but you're all getting a free parking shirt. You will be messaged shortly, being asked for your address so we can ship these beautiful shirts to you. Again, thank you everyone who participated in the giveaway. So I would now love to take you to the interview that I had with a very good friend of mine, a streamer. His name is Haylight. So a little, a little long overdue with my yeah. guest. I have Haylight joining me. Brother, appreciate it. Thanks for having me. It's a blessing. Of course, man. And ask and you shall receive. Basically, <laughs> fresh off of a tournament victory, you had some very nice things to say about our entire brand, which is greatly appreciated. And you mentioned a few things about my podcast in general. And I feel like this is something that needs to be done, especially when we start chatting about the things that really get us going individually, right? Yeah, big fan, big fan, to say the least. So can you explain to me I'm not really that well-versed in the Twitch video game scene. So sure. you're a streamer. You're a streamer. Sure. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Can, That's you, what I do. can, you, can you explain the world of Twitch to someone like me that doesn't know that much about it? Explain the world of Twitch. Okay. So the way I really like to describe Twitch is the same way that a chef would describe uh, like making a sauce. So, uh, like if you're going to make a bolognese sauce, you would start, uh, you would season the pan, right? So like seasoning the pan, like you might use some bacon or something, you know, like, like just to get, just to get like the nice flavor started. So that would be for me, like the video game. So whatever game you're going to pick is like, you're seasoning the pan, right? So then you're going to add another layer of flavor. So you might throw some veggies on after the bacon, right? So like, that's me as a creator. Like that's my personality. That's what makes me unique. Uh, that's why why people would come back. Uh, the different ingredients you're using then, 
and then you add the sauce, right? So, so like you're gonna add like like the tomato paste or whatever you're gonna put on it to make it like the full fledged sauce. So like the, that would be uh, like for me, like I like to do betting and playing with viewers and things that make my stream extremely unique and like the different seasonings that I would put into the sauce to make it special. Uh, so like right. that's that's what makes Twitch streaming unique is that like each sauce is completely different and you need to create your layers of entertainment. Uh, the same way that a chef would create a layer uh, layers of flavor for a sauce to make it special and unique in its own way and that's why i love about streaming more than any other content creation is that it's it's in real time so like people are watching you make the sauce and, and and you can't hide you can't hide behind editing can't you can't be funny because of timing through editing like you have to be yourself you have to be funny and you have to be able to read interact play the game be really good at multitasking so there's so much that goes into it that people don't see like i get done with the stream and i'm exhausted like it's been four hours of me being on like imagine you're in a room with like your peers all the time and you're trying to be entertaining trying to be funny while you're like while you're doing your job so like if, if you're like I'm, I'm not sure what your day job is but like if i was doing supply chain management and like trying to entertain my entire like my entire group of colleagues i feel like i'd be really stressed out so that's pretty much what i do <laughs> so and i'm also thinking I watch you play and mm -hmm. people interact in the chat and you do mm -hmm. both. You stay in the game and you briefly look over and see the conversations that other people are having with you or themselves yeah. and you stay in both. Yeah. How is, how is the world of that? How's that balance? How is so that's, that's where like Twitch streaming is a skill and it's like super underrated. So like people like one of my pet peeves and I know it's like my ego and I try to fight it, but it's whenever people are like, Oh, you're just playing video games. And I'm like, listen, like I can't describe to you how difficult it is to be really good at a game and good enough where people where, where the game keeps going, where you don't die over and over and over again. And people are like, gosh, like this isn't fun to watch. Like you're just dying all the time. And being able to keep the chat entertained in a personal level and remember names and remember things about people and remember what makes each individual viewer unique and what will bring them back over and over and over again, uh, all while playing the game at a very, very high level. And it's like so underrated, the streamers that are really good at this. Um, and it, it's definitely a skill. Like, like if, if you go and watch, like this is, this is like, um, if, if, if you're, if you're watching this podcast and, and you've never, um, watch a Twitch stream before go and watch like one or two videos like three or four minutes of a video of like how to grow a Twitch stream and they'll talk about like branding all of this stuff the real secret sauce to growing a Twitch stream is becoming a better Twitch streamer and putting in the hours like it takes thousands of hours of streaming like I'm at like 900 hours of streaming and I still haven't mastered playing the game and being in the chat it's so difficult so difficult yeah. and yeah. I saw you were previously this past weekend you were in tournament mode and you even yeah. said you mentioned it multiple times you were like guys i won't be interacting a lot i i have a job to take care of this weekend it's hard it's so hard because like Fair. i want whenever i'm live on twitch like it, it's my brand you know like like i'm building this like a business i've always treated it as a business obviously whenever i'm i'm streaming i'm, I'm not being a business person but whenever i'm live i want there to be a level of quality to each and every one of our streams so i feel like it's important for me to give a disclaimer like hey guys like i'm not going to be interacting i'm not going to be freaking out i'm not going to be doing things that are purely comedy like this is me 100 effort and I, and I apologize to everyone who's here for that interaction yeah so let's let's backtrack a little bit. Could sure. you give me a rough guesstimate as to when you realized this is something that you wanted to do? That goes really deep. So I would say I started like 
wanting to pursue this whenever I was a kid, um, because like whenever things would go wrong at home or things would go wrong at school, I would come home and I would watch YouTube videos and I would watch like PewDiePie and stuff. And it would take me to a place uh, of happiness that I couldn't really find in the real world. And then uh, my sophomore year of college, I was really, really good at Fortnite whenever uh, the game was really early on in release. Like, so if my friends would die in a squad match, all of my friends would like watch me and I would play significantly better whenever people were watching me. Cause like I got excited and I thought it was fun to entertain. Um, and like, I like, I got really hooked and then I started streaming um, and then I got obsessed with growing a stream. So I went from like, oh, I want to be cracked out of my mind at a game to like, this is really cool. And like the growth that, that, that can happen with the stream and like building a community and like becoming a place that's like a safe haven for people is something that's like addicting. Like it's it's so cool to be a part of. So um, it really started whenever I was a kid and like having um, YouTube be a place where I could go and feel safe. So uh, I wanted to do that for other people. And, and I know you were there this weekend whenever I started crying and I talked a little bit about it. Um, today or uh i guess saturday uh one of our viewers dan foley uh said that like i've been stability in his life during all this craziness and like socially economically uh people's health like there there's been instability everywhere and for for my little stream to have become uh a piece of stability in just one person's life was super humbling to the point where i, I got pretty emotional and all of these things that you mentioned they make you very emotional a lot of people when they mention streaming, they just talk about the money. But I know that it, but I know that it means so much more than that to you. You get very passionate when people are sending you money and, and donating and gifting subs and things like that. And people just interacting. I know that's what you're looking for. Yeah. Well, the, the money is a means to an end. Like I would be, I would be a fool to sit here and be like, I don't care about the money. Like, obviously the money is important so we can continue to do this. Like if, if I've really wanted money, if, if my life goal was money, I would be sitting in a room right now studying for the LSAT to make sure I could get into Harvard Law and then I would go and be a corporate attorney. If I really cared about money, that's what I would do. Um, yeah. But I, I genuinely care about my happiness, my family's happiness, the happiness of other and making an impact on people's lives. Like this, this, is, this is a really good question. Okay, I, I know you're interviewing me, but I wanna ask you a question oh. and it'll come full circle. What is your great, great grandfather's name? I couldn't tell you. You don't know. Don't and that know. man did everything he could to provide for your family. And you don't even know his name. Yeah. So like, what is your purpose in life? And I had to ask myself that over and over and over in college. I want to make a, an impact on as many people's lives as I can, because the money at the end of the day doesn't matter. Like, like it, le leading a life that impacts other, others is more important than any money in the world. So um, you're, that's, you're that's really the where choir, the inspiration brother. came from. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was yeah. really, really important. So you're going in on all of this with mm -hmm. other other members. You you have a team, so to speak, right? So yep. can you kind of speak on what you're doing now and what you have kind of coming in the near future? So what the team has? Yeah. Like what, what we're doing? Okay, so right now, so obviously I moved to Pennsylvania from Oklahoma. So I just graduated from college. Um, didn't pursue a job, uh, wanted to pursue this, gave myself a year. I said, if I'm partnered, um, by December, then I won't apply to law schools and I'll, I'll continue to pursue this full time. And really the backbone of all of that has been Alex clutch, uh, as a lot of people call him your brother, my manager, 
Uh, he's really kept me super grounded. And then you also have Sklumper, uh, who is like a super famous TikToker, incredible Twitch streamer. That man is special. And then Frodo, our editor, ha has, has been groundbreaking for us in terms of uh, our ability to pump out content. Um, and our goal by the end of May, whenever Alex graduates from Villanova, he's in L3 right now, is to move to Austin and pursue creating content full time around people who have similar goals. Like it, it's, it's awesome to be around your friends and to like have that freedom, but it's a whole nother level or there's a whole nother level of freedom in terms of creativity whenever you're around people who are like-minded. Like I love being around my friends. I, I mean, I, I adore them and they're, and they're the best people in my life and, and I'm so thankful for them every single day, but yeah. we have different goals. And so surrounding myself with people who have similar goals than me has really opened up my ability to create and my ability to um, think outside of the box. So that's that's what we have planned in the future. And I'm really, 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 really excited for it. I feel as though we can relate in this sense because you have friends and then you kind of bring on more friends, but it starts mm -hmm. with common goals. And mm -hmm. then you become friends. And then when you're in the same room as people, it's just like an ongoing thing of like wavelength. It's just yeah. idea after another, after another. Yeah, well, I was I was tired of like feeling guilty about talking about my dreams. And like my friends, my friends were never against talking about my dreams. It's just like, all I wanted to do was talk about how can we be better? How can this grow? How can I improve? How can I do something differently than this streamer? How can I take what this streamer is doing and improve on it? How can I be different? And whenever I talk to Alex, we talk for like six, seven, eight hours in a row, like, and, and the time would just fly by. And I was like, God, like, this is incredible. And that is what changed the game for me, I think, was just the ability to like talk through ideas with someone who is just as passionate as I was. And I think that if no matter what your dream is, if you want to be the best accountant in the world, sit down with someone in your life who loves being an accountant as much as you want to love being an accountant and, and run with it. Like it, it, it can, it, it's, it's, it's linear. It goes every direction. It, it, find someone who is just as passionate about what you want to do as you, and you'll be so much more successful, so much more successful. So you moving to Pennsylvania from Oklahoma, that's a pretty big leap. Can yeah. you kind of talk about what life was like in Oklahoma for you to kind of just kind of pack up and go? Um, yeah, so as much as it was a move uh, financially, it was a lot more about coming up here and being away from my regular life and like taking a leap towards my dreams and my goals. Um, like I, I could have gotten an apartment in Oklahoma City. Uh, I could have just lived there. I could have been around my friends. I could have went out on the weekends with them, uh, had fun, enjoyed myself. But here it's grind 24 seven. I don't ever want to look. No, I don't. Choice. I don't know anyone here. I mean, I care. I care for a lot of the people that I've met here, but like past them, like I don't want to meet anyone. I want to look back on this year and go, I did everything I could to become successful. And you know what? It just wasn't in the cards for me. I don't ever want to regret anything about this gap year. And and I want I want I want to be able to look myself in the eyes if I'm 50 or 60 and be like, I gave it my best. And I think that that's what this move did for me. Um, my support system in Oklahoma is fantastic. My friends are fantastic. My family's fantastic and I love them dearly, but they understood what, what coming here was for me as well. So um, it, it was definitely, well, making yourself uncomfortable as frequently as possible. Like this is stupid, but like for like two or three months, I would take cold showers. 
like morning and night, cold showers, no matter, no matter the situation. Cause I felt like making myself uncomfortable every day made me more comfortable with being uncomfortable. If that yeah. makes sense. So like if I'm in a late game situation in war zone, like my blood, like I'm not like freaking out as much as I would have been in the past because like I'm used to being uncomfortable and in those situations. And it, it sounds so stupid, but I think like every day forcing yourself to be uncomfortable gives you the ability um, to improvise whenever times get tough. Dude, and being uncomfortable, it's the greatest way to learn. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you yeah. Can study, You can study all you want. You can go through years of school, but being uncomfortable is a, it's 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 like a demon of sorts. It really shows you you're the real yeah. you. For a long it, time. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was gonna say same boat. Okay. Same boat. Yeah. So for a long time, I was afraid of losing to the point where I wouldn't. Like I wouldn't, so in tennis, there was, there was a kid I grew up with who was like, we were very even and like, I never wanted him to have like the bragging rights over me. So I would never play against him. I was like, no, I'm not, I'm not doing this. Like I'll, I, I just don't want to. And like what that did in that moment was it held me back from the amount that both of us could have progressed in tennis because of, of my ego. So like being able to let go of that ego and be uncomfortable frequently was something that it, it took a long time to learn. And it took me getting out of my parents' household and that safety net and failing a bunch of times to understand that it's okay to lose. It's okay to fail. Um, and I'm so thankful that I learned that because if I would have never learned that, I would, I would be sitting probably in a room uh, about to go to law school, not um, able to take the leap of faith that I took uh and risk losing like like this this isn't tennis but i'm risking pursuing a dream and having people go oh man you really tried didn't you that was stupid you should have just taken the job out of college you idiot but yeah. there there has been surprisingly i will say a lot of my friends who are like sending me their own video game content like yo dude like what you're doing is so cool like i'm so glad that you had uh what, what's had had the courage to take the leap of faith because I want to do the same thing and I'm just so afraid of people making fun of me or people saying things about me it's incredible how many of us are creative and are have a ton of talent in an area but you're just too afraid of your friends saying it's like stupid yeah that's what I've seen a lot yeah and I remember when I, I first joined free parking dude I was I was making videos of me talking about football. I was just mm -hmm. in my apartment talking about football because it's something that I like to do. And I'm sure I, people were saying things, but it's yeah. what I really wanted to do. And it came with the growth. And sometimes yeah. I like losing. It's weird. I tell my friends that yeah. all the time. Sometimes I want to lose. It yeah. wakes me up. You know, it's like yeah. the cold showers. Yeah. It's, it's like, like the cold showers. Losing is super freeing. Like, uh, if, if you if you go back so like on YouTube right now I'm not trying to plug my YouTube but on YouTube right now we're doing like like a breakdown of the tournament and if you like listen to like you have to listen really attentively but whenever we're playing against people I'm rooting for them to do well like they'll wipe a squad and I'm like good for them let's go like like because I this hundred dollar tournament is like cool but I want to play in ten thousand twenty five thousand hundred thousand dollar tournaments this hundred dollar tournament is experience like this is us putting ourselves in a situation like I said that's uncomfortable if you go and watch what we have right now uh, we win the first game we were down 16 to four at one point that's 12 kills that's a lot mentally to be down in a kill race whenever you're already at a 2v4 disadvantage 
And mm -hmm. if you if let me clarify for people who don't play Call of Duty, essentially it would be if you were playing basketball in a three v five. So like you're always down by two people whenever you're doing these kill races. So like you're already at a disadvantage, and then you have this huge uh, goal that you have to get over if you're down by that much. So like four to sixteen, and at the end of the game. We we're up 20 to 16 because we just like we just played strategically, kept to our head, stayed stable, and just made right made the right decision in the in the in the in the crunch time moments. And afterwards, I'm like, that's how you play strategically. That's how you break down a game. That's how you stick to the game plan. That's why we've been working our butts off for the last month and a half at playing these different games and putting ourselves in these situations and failing and failing and failing. Like I'm so gassed up because I know like the months of work just paid off in that situation. And uh, I, I think that I think that it, it goes to every other area of our lives. Like if you want to be great at something, you have to fail. And when you won the tournament and you were playing Sweet Victory, the, the SpongeBob, <laughs> you were you were your air solo dying. <laughs> I was I was cracking up. Yeah, I had that's my so lighter. I didn't have I had like the air lighter, and I was like. <laughs> That, that's that. where the entertainer side comes in like i could yeah. have been like yeah bro we do like we win like like that's what we do but like what fun is that like you know yeah. what i mean it's a community tournament like let's run it oh god i almost knocked my monitor off that would have been very bad but like let's run it up let's have fun like like at the end of the day i'm an entertainer like if i go pro in call of duty or warzone specifically i don't i'm not a call of duty player i'm a battle royale player to specify um, but like if I go pro in a battle royale game in the future, like I'm going to be an entertainer first. Like I'm going to be laughing. I'm going to be making jokes. I'm going to be getting excited. Like that's what I want to do. So at the end with the sweet victory, I'm glad that you like that. Cause like that was, that was so much fun for me that it's always nice whenever I'm having fun that the, the people are watching having fun too. Uh, I was so excited for you when you when you did win, and then when I saw that, I was like, "Yo!" I just stood up. <laughs> yeah, that's dude. I've been hooked watching all of you guys the past two months. Even the FPP guys, I'm hooked yeah. now. Every time I get yeah. a notification on my phone, I hop in. Like, yeah. And I don't even I don't even know that much about the games, honestly. <laughs> I just hop in. Seriously, I just talk to the yeah. community, like talk yeah. trash, whatever. Yeah, it's so lit. like it genuinely is. It's just a good time, and that's like that's that's the goal at the end of the day is just make sure that we can help like so many people watch during work like and work can suck sometimes like work can get super stressful like one of our moderators is a manager for a supply chain company like a pretty high up manager and he moderates for us and the other day we had like this weird situation go down and i was like mac like i don't want this to be a problem for you and he said dude like I promise you, I'm not worried about this. He's like, the stream is the place I go to get away, man. Like, I'm not worried about this. And I was like, that just made my day. I love that. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Would you, do you have a piece of advice for someone that's kind of on the verge of doing what you've done? Streaming kind of, or, or in general, of, taking a leap of faith into your dreams? Taking more of a leap because I know there are a lot of people that are on the fence of, what they should do versus what probably ultimately will make them happy. Whenever, okay, so let's say that you have two options and both of them can play out perfectly. Let's say you take the road that is frequently traveled. You're 65 years old, you retire from a fantastic desk job as a vice president, CFO, CEO, fantastic. You just spent the last 45 years of your life grinding, giving up time with your family, and you're sitting on 20, 25 million in an equity account, 
Like you're, you're doing great. Like you lived a fantastic life. Congratulations. Are you happier at 65 sitting on $25 million, but missing time with your kids, not pursuing your passion? Then are you, then, then you would be, if you took the leap and you became an artist, you became a streamer, you became a director, you started making videos, you created a podcast that you're proud of. You don't make as much money, but every single day you pursued your passion and you might, you might not be rich and famous, but like you led a life where you could pay the bills. You spent time with your family and you pursued your passion every day on your deathbed. What are you happier with? And like, that's just what you have to ask yourself. Like that would be my piece of advice. My piece of advice wouldn't be take the jump, like do it. Like everyone could do it. The, the piece of advice would be like, reflect with yourself. Do you care more about money than you care about your passions? And that's, it's okay to say yes to that. I think that that's something that our generation struggles with is sometimes like, it feels like you might be pressured a little bit into pursuing your dreams. Like it's okay. If your dream is to be an accountant and own a nice house and have a wonderful family and make sacrifices Absolutely. for work, it's okay. But like, you just have to figure out what that passion is. Like if you're passionate about that, then go for it. Like, you don't have to like be good at drawing and be like, shit, I guess I should draw for a living. Like, nah. Yeah. 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 And, and for me, honestly, it's all about giving things a try. As mm -hmm. we kind of talked about earlier, it's okay to fail, but if you gave something a try and you're like, uh, mm -hmm. try it best of my ability. I didn't like it. Move yeah. On. People are scared I, I, to change their mind sometimes, you know? I would say to add to that, if you do give it a try, don't give it a half-ass try. Don't half-ass yeah. the try. Like if you're going to do it, do it. Like don't do it, it for a month. Don't do it for two months. Give it, give it a good college try. Give it six months, a year. And then if it doesn't, if it doesn't work out because people aren't receptive to what you're doing, okay, maybe it's time to move on. But if it doesn't work out because you half-assed it, you're going to live with that regret somewhere down the road. And that's not what you, what you want. Absolutely. In my opinion, that's my opinion. I agree. Dude, I find it so interesting that you took a leap. Uh, you moved to a whole different state to kind of join what you wanted to do. And I'm about to do yeah. that in a week. I'm yeah. doing that in one week. So it's very. What, what What's going through your mind? I was a little scared and a little excited. Uh, to be honest, I have no fear whatsoever. I'm just anxious. I'm very anxious. Sometimes I stay awake at night just thinking about my next steps. Not because I'm scared, but probably more because I'm excited. I just, mm -hmm. sometimes I'll be in my car thinking about it and thinking I have zero fear. Like I'm just not scared of anything, you know, it's weird. It's so yeah. I'm just ready to figure it out. Like, even though you never really figure it out, you yeah. will never, it's just an ongoing ball of trying to figure it out yeah. and you never get there. So me, I'm just going to piece by piece. And just like when you're together with Alex, dude, when Ryan and yeah. I are together, it's just all lightning bolt. Like it's just yeah. always, and we know it. That's why I we're love like, that. Dude, we, but, and you said you didn't want to link your YouTube, but I would love to link that. I want to link your, your Twitch. I want to make sure yeah. people are watching you, man. And also coming up, um, you're going to be on the main pod too. The, the boys are going to, they're going to have the, the whole squad, whole squad Beautiful. interview just to kind of Beautiful. get more in depth about about streaming in general, because yeah. Bush knows a hell of a lot more about this than I do. Yeah, no, okay, so I can I can plug my my YouTube, my Twitch, and my Instagram. I guess I'm everywhere. So on YouTube, I'm Halite, uh, H-A-L-I-T-E. If you guys don't know what that is, it's a mineral form of salt, so it's supposed to be like a double entendre of like 
a really cool name that it would sound like a gamer. And also like you make people salty playing games. It made sense one day in my, my dorm room. So, um, and then, <laughs> um, and on Twitch, I'm also Haylight. So Twitch and YouTube, I'm Haylight. And then on Instagram and TikTok and Twitter, I'm Haylight Hunter. We're currently rebranding right now and trying to get the rights to Haylight everywhere. Uh, but we have them on Twitch and YouTube. So uh, basically what you can expect, Twitch, I stream every single day or every single weekday from 11 to 3 Eastern Standard Time, PM. Uh, you're, you can expect a whole lot of energy, a lot of focus on the chat, like caring about you if you're actually in my stream and you come in and you're a part of the community, like you're going to get my full attention outside of the stream, inside the stream, whenever you want to talk to me, I'm always available. That's what you're going to get. You're going to get a lot of high energy, a lot of good gameplay um, and some shenanigans as well. And then on YouTube, you're going to get a lot of highlights from uh, from our YouTube streams, which, which we do, which is where I'm just like strictly grinding the game. So no chat interaction. I'm just trying to get better and I'm practicing. Uh, and you'll also get some of the funnier moments from Twitch. Uh, and then Instagram, you'll just get some funny, highly edited clips. Uh, Twitter, you'll get my thoughts. And TikTok, you'll you'll pretty much get the similar you'll you'll get similar things as Instagram if I'm being honest. But amazing, amazing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, Haylight, thanks again for joining me, brother. I'm definitely yeah. Thank tuning you. In. Thank you so much for having me. Genuinely, like this is like one of the coolest things I've ever done. It's like really cool to like I've been watching you create this podcast since you had Alex on, like in January, February. Yeah, um, he was and- one of my first. Yeah. Yeah. And so like the growth has been ridiculous uh, to watch. So like to see both of us both growing and continuing to pursue our dreams and then finally being able to link up and collaborate is really, really cool and kind of a dream come true, you know?